0: Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. When I was on internship, a couple was leaving town for the weekend, and they needed someone to watch their dog and keep an eye on their house. They asked Brad and me if we'd be willing to stay at their house and look after everything. So we enjoyed a beautiful backyard, which we didn't have at the time, time with a cute pup, a house that was significantly larger than the condo we lived in, and the fancy cable package when all we had was basic. We were living the life for a weekend. They trusted us enough to care for their sweet dog and their lovely home, so we got a serious upgrade in housing and the chance to experience dog ownership for a few days. Of course, we could have done a terrible job. We could have neglected the dog and ruined their furniture and left trash all over their house. And there are certainly horror stories in the world of times when similar things have happened to people who entrusted their home to the care of another. But we were appreciative of the opportunity and acutely aware that we had been given a big responsibility. We wanted the people who had trusted us enough to care for their house and dog to be glad when they returned, not regret asking us. In Giving to God, the book our stewardship program is based off of, Dr. Mark Allen Powell points out how similar this scenario is to the role we as people of God are given in this life. God has given us the keys to the house, so to speak and asks us to take good care of things. And while God doesn't go on vacation, God's still around after all, God does give us both a lot of responsibility and a lot of privileges when giving us this task. We're to manage it all well. It all being everything that God gives us in this life. Our time, our material things and financial resources, our relationships, our planet, even our own selves. Every good thing in our lives is a gift from God, and God wants us to tend to those things well and with care. That's where the word stewardship comes from. We are stewards of these gifts in our life. We don't really have any of it. It is all God's, and God has seen fit to give it to us for a time. God calls us to steward with generosity, to be generous in how we use every bit of our lives so that when people look at us, they see a glimpse of God's love and action. So we have a choice. Do we want to take care of these gifts well or not? I'm going to assume, since we're all here at 8.30 on a Sunday morning, the answer is unanimously yes. Of course we want to tend our relationships well. Obviously, we want to spend the days we've been given in ways that honor God. Yes, we want to use the money and other resources we have to help reveal God's kingdom on earth. To do so consistently, we need a firm foundation. The foundation of a life that stewards God's gifts well is faith. Generosity, at least how God calls us to live it out is based on the belief that if we give to God first, God will provide the rest. This way of living assumes, as Powell writes, that when we relinquish control of an area of our life to God, it will get better, not worse. In today's gospel passage, Jesus reminds us not to worry about our life, what we will eat or what we will drink, or about our body, what we will wear. Now I'm fairly committed to worrying about something a lot of the time. I'll find a reason to worry if nothing obvious presents itself. That is never a problem for me. So it makes sense that Jesus would tell me to stop worrying because I certainly spend too much of life worrying about things that are ultimately pretty inconsequential. But telling us to stop worrying about food and clothes and drink Those are consequential. These are our most basic needs. And it seems like, to my little worrying heart, that it might actually be good to worry about those sorts of things. And yet, Jesus tells us not to worry about even these important things. Because God knows that we need them. And since God knows that we need them, God will provide them. We are just to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things will be given to us as well. God gives us a measure of control over certain things in our lives and then asks us to trust God enough to live in the ways that God recommends, commands actually, instead of thinking that we know better. Our focus this week is that generosity is an expression of our faith, and this is part of what that means. In order to live in ways that reflect God's generosity, we have to believe both that God is generous and that God's generosity will sustain us. Then we let those beliefs guide our decisions on how we manage what we've been given. It's not that people without faith can't be generous or that if we are experiencing doubt, we'll lose our capacity for generosity. It's more that our faith powers our efforts to grow in generosity and acts of generosity and God's ensuing provision, those help us grow in faith. It's a good system God has worked out. So what would it look like to give control over to God. If you can imagine God looking over the monthly budget, where would you see God making changes? Would you end up with less money? Powell points out that some certainly have, but some have ended up with more. What about your calendar? Where would God gently suggest that maybe you spend less time here and more time here? Your relationships, How you interact with others, what would God say about how we care for the people that God has placed in our lives? It might be my own insecurities, but when I imagine God looking over how I steward my life, I imagine a lot of changes. And not necessarily an angry response from God, but maybe a disappointed response from God. Now, there's definitely room for improvement on how I steward the gifts in my life, and I will not pretend otherwise. But sometimes, I think we need to allow ourselves to see where God is well-pleased with us. Sure, we can always do better, but also, we do some good things. We steward over things at least reasonably well a lot of the times. We are generous many, many times. Powell writes, God named us stewards for a reason. God sees in us the potential for vibrant, generous living, and God knows that we are capable of it. Sure, it's with God's help, but we are capable nonetheless. So maybe if we could hear directly from God on our specific budgets and bank accounts, calendars and relationships, all of it, we'd hear that God is well-pleased to see where we are being generous, those areas where we can grow. Maybe God would excitedly point out opportunities to be generous in new ways. And God would do so knowing that not only would it help others, it would help us. We find ourselves with more contentment and more joy as we expand our capacity for generosity. Generous living is the best way of living. When we are generous with our time and our resources and our forgiveness and our kindness, our lives truly are better than they would be if we weren't as generous. God knows that salvation, redemption, it looks like a generous life. And that when we are generous... We learn to become content in all things, as Paul wrote in today's passage from Philippians. Paul knew what it was to have plenty, and he knew what it was to be in need. And he found that he could claim contentment in Christ in either circumstance. Paul seemed to have mastered seeking God first and then letting God take care of the rest. We can get there too, slowly but surely sometimes, but we can grow in faith and in generosity. We can seek God first when everything else seems up in the air. We can believe God when we are told all throughout Scripture that a generous life is the best life we can have. So one act of faith at a time, we will. We have a great opportunity to consider what our next act of generosity, or two, or three, or ten, I won't limit anyone, What our next act of generosity will be today with our Connect weekend out in the gathering space. Take some time to walk around and hear the ways that others are living out their faith by being generous. We have so many opportunities to give through the various ministries here at Prince of Peace. It is genuinely inspiring. If you're unable to stay, spend some time looking at the ministry guide over the next week and filling out your Connect card. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard, but generosity is contagious. So the amazing thing about this weekend is that if you're able to spend time learning about how other people are being generous, it is extremely likely that God will spark something in you. Maybe you'll want to support a ministry financially. Perhaps you'll want to give some of your time and energy to one of the opportunities we have to live and love like Jesus. At the very least, it will help us grow in trust to hear from others how God's promises are true in their lives. I don't know how God will work. I just know that God will work through our openness to new ways of being generous. Seek first the kingdom of God and God's righteousness and see what God does with our offerings. Amen.